Welcome to the J Train Podcast. This is J Train, Jared Free, coming live from the West Village of Manhattan. That's right, every Monday. We read your emails, we tell your stories, we give you some advice and perspective. I want to thank you for being a listener. Thank you, thank you, thank you. That's how it all works. You listen to the podcast. We, you know, you tell your friends, your coworkers, your brothers, your sisters. You might have noticed a little bit of a change up on the opening. It's been a while since we've been in Feather Nation Studios. Uh, Shelby's back. I'm back. I'm back from my big European tour. If you're listening, it is June 5th as... Uh, uh, for you, it is June fifth for you. If you're watching on YouTube, hello YouTube world. If you're if you haven't tried YouTube, get on YouTube. We're a mess. We're all over the place because it's been a while since we've been in Feather Nation Studios talking to you directly. And June fifth, we're out. We're here. Thank you. If you were, came to any of the shows in Europe, what a blast! What an experience! Loved meeting you in person, hanging. Enjoying doing the shows, unbelievable. I got you know, and so now June becomes this month of I'm not doing much. I don't have a lot to promote for right now. I guess we're doing live you up. If you're in Philadelphia, I'm common. We're doing a live you up podcast. Uh, the you up podcast. If you don't listen and you just listen to this one, the show is very much like this one, like that one. You know, the, the shows are great. I, I really do enjoy doing the shows. So it is June 5th. June 15th, we're going to be in Philadelphia. Then I'm coming to Boston. I'm coming back to Boston. Uh, New York City, June 23rd. And then Washington, D.C. I've heard the New York and D.C. shows are selling well. I heard Boston's okay. Philly, where are you? Let's get on it. Get the group chat. Assemble them. We do dating app makeovers. We answer audience questions. We do deal reveal. Deal reveal is we take text messages and we go through them and kind of tell you what the message is behind the message. Because, you know, you text and you're saying things you don't mean. You're saying things to keep the conversation comfy, cozy, right? You send an LOL and you're not sitting there. <laughs> no, you're, the LOL was just a period on the end of the sentence to end this conversation, right? That's what Deal Reveal is all about, saying what isn't being said. And if you're in a situation, if you're dealing with someone out there, I mean, we love when people send in their screenshots to this podcast. I love that. Shelby, you're reading the emails. Shelby stays up late at night with his... His nightcap with the little pom pom at the end and a little little candle, and he reads all your emails. Send in some screenshots here. We'll 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 translate. I know because I know I know. I've sent the LOL without laughing. I've sent the emoji thumbs up. That's a little bit passive aggressive. We've all done these things. I'm gonna re- I'm gonna translate it for you. So Philadelphia, Boston, New York, DC. We're doing you up podcast live, and then I'm back. Stand-up dates. I'm doing some stand-up. So, and I, I would say since we taped the special in December, I would say I have a half hour of that new new. Um, so that's like fun to play with because I, you know, I'm kind of trying to move on from the old stuff. So, Kansas City, Nashville, Stamford, Connecticut, Raleigh, North Carolina. I didn't even know Raleigh was on the calendar. Raleigh, there we go. Lexington, Kentucky, Charlotte, North Carolina. I know that there's going to be more dates coming, so jaredfree.com. Enough of me. Enough of all the rambling. Uh, We're back. Feather Nation Studios. Thank you for being a listener. Keep telling your friends. I'm very excited for today's guest. Hilarious comedian. 
Alex Kuman, thank you for coming on. Hello, thank you so much for having me. Well, Alex Kuman from my hometown of Needham, Massachusetts. Welcome to the show. Go Rockets. We've been trying to make this happen for a long time. I know, I know. It's you, so good to be here. Your brother Mitch, one of my good friends from high school. Absolutely. I remember he was like, Alex is getting into comedy. We emailed. You went to Chicago. Yeah. You made your way yeah. to New York, working the comedy cellar. Everyone needs to go follow Alex at Alex Kuman on Instagram. Go follow hilarious, awesome comedy. Show every Wednesday at Gutter Bar. Comedians, you should know. 9 p.m. Gutter that Bar. That was a in Chicago bar, uh, show. Chicago show started in Chicago, and then uh, some of the boys brought it out here, and we run it every Wednesday. It's so fun, so cash. I, I say this. This is how I brand these type of shows. There, you know, people listening are probably a lot like us. You know, yeah. nice people, good people, working, going for it, doing whatever they're doing. But you want to like. I think we all want to say we do cool things, but we don't really want. Want, like we're not really cool enough to be in those cool mm -hmm, things mm -hmm. like you might you know we're from Needham we're not from like you know some city urban sector <laughs> yeah. where like we were you know coming out under <laughs> we're working hard yeah, we like weren't Needham. Ninja it's, Turtles it's vanilla coming out yeah, yeah, yeah we weren't yeah, coming yeah, yeah, out yeah, of the yeah, sewers yeah. to go to this cool punk rock show no. at 18 no 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 we were in basements hanging out with yeah. some guy slamming a, 30 racks yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. so I think you have you if you move from like a suburb to a city area, you want to do different things and totally. you want to do something that's cool, but you also don't like really know where to fucking go. Totally, comedians you should know is one of those shows. It's in the back of a bowling alley in Brooklyn. Like how yeah. cool is that? And then it's it, such a cool vibe because it's like you have no idea. It's like behind this kind of like hidden door too. Mm -hmm. Like everyone who's been there for the first time is like, I had no idea there was a space back here. Right. It's kind of a cool like underground feel. It's an awesome show. We have a great lineup. We have like the best comics in the city every week. You've it's done a great it. show. You've I've done it. I've done it. it. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. It's just one of those shows. I think that people go to and they go, you know, it. it, it if there, I was having this conversation with someone where like like when you're at the cellar so you've been there a little bit yep. have you had someone famous show up um i haven't had like the like like go up ahead of me and like bump me i haven't had that happen okay. yet i've seen i've seen have some you, famous i've have seen you some been famous. in the showroom when the famous person gets announced not no okay so you haven't had that i haven't moment. had that experience so yet i used to host a lot at the comedy cellar so you and it was before they now I feel like old man River telling this story. <laughs> back in my day, back in my day, we used to go to the comedy show, and one time, <laughs> I'm trying to think of an old com Buddy Hackett showed up. Yeah, like, yeah. It's like Mom's Mabley walked yeah, in, and I said to the crowd, "Put away your oil paintings, your gramophones." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, they wouldn't lock up your phones. Now they lock up your phones. So you, yeah. I would, when I would host, I would you you you're gonna get. I understand this like wild west like you got your phone and something happens you're like ha i'm gonna tape you you yeah. know like i understand that is a now a very that's a, it's a bit you, natural it's like it's right. become like a movement it's just muscle memory now just that's like a, i gotta i think people have to have more empathy for that muscle memory like we yeah. do that whole thing oh look at all these monsters taping idiots. <laughs> and you're like, idiots like yeah we've all been trained to do that right that's what what's what it's just been such an intense like however decade of cell right. phone use of just like I gotta get content I gotta be the person to share it I gotta be the person right. to film it to show my friends later to put on social media it's right. like you don't but 
I've been talking a lot about like taking pictures, like your mom taking pictures. Like your mom takes pictures <laughs> and never prints them out. Like has no plan for them. <laughs> and also the worst pictures you've ever the seen. The worst pictures. A corner. The, yeah. A like, corner. And you're like, what is this for? Where does this go? I understand. You you understand why your mom does that. She's just like, I gotta have to capture it. it. Wants to capture that memory and then right. just has no idea where the photo goes either. Absolutely. There's, there's no plan for it. They no don't want to put it anywhere. No perspective, no rule of thirds, no, no lining up. No, no, no. None. So I understand. So I would go on stage and I would say like, hey, uh, rem- you know, before the famous person would come up, I would go, remember, put you, you, no phones allowed at the comedy cellar. And they would go, and look, you know, they're in between <laughs> comics. or like, you know, they're talking to their neighbor. Yeah. And I would say, and you'd have to like take the... You'd have to take the uh, the brunt of no laughter, like the, being the substitute yeah, teacher. Yeah, and that's part of hosting. So I, I I host a lot. I love hosting, and I have done this so many times before. Where right before you bring someone, you could just a reminder, guys. Just right. no photography, no video. Right. Just like just be present. I would always remind them. Just like be present, be right. here, enjoy this. And you don't want you know no one got into comedy to give updates on be present you know well, like, okay well uh, well i did you did i'm sorry you a present great, moment reminder present. i love meditation hey um, everybody mindfulness ding right um yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so, so i so i would go up and up, say yeah. hey uh put away the phones you know remember you will be kicked out yeah you will be kicked out. and they'd be like eh. and then i go okay every now and again we have a special guest Give it up for blankety blank, whoever it is, mom, Maybelline, you know, uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. so they would come on and what you notice is everyone in the room would go nuts, whoever it was, and they, you could feel that like, I got my thing. I got my story to go home with. I got my like, mm-hmm. I saw, I got the thing at the office. Yeah. And I do think a show like yours, Comedians You Should Know, which is every Wednesday night at the Gutter Bar. Is one of those things you go, I got my thing. I was in a cool back of the cool you know place. bowling alley place. Yeah. So you're already halfway there. Whether the show's good or not, it's going to be good. It doesn't matter. Yeah. What'd you do last night? Oh, I actually went to a comedy went show in the back of a bowling alley. Yeah. Ba- yeah, bowling alley. There's graffiti and every mm-hmm. like it's just a cool, it is a cool vibe. It's a cool show. It's it's not like a comedy club. It's not like just like, all right, phones away, right. twenty dollar minimum, two drink. It's like bar in the corner. Bar in the get corner. Up and get Get, it, yeah. get up there's we're setting up folding chairs before every show mm-hmm. it's like it's diy we love it okay so it's enough great. about your show great you you and i both went to needham high school both rockets Absolutely. i'm going back this weekend so you said for uh lacrosse thing? lacrosse course, get it, i mean won. i mean of course well it's, it's interesting <laughs> to me you know it's so funny i was back in boston last weekend for the girls gotta eat show i was their special guest so to speak yeah and it's weird because I was like, oh, oh, you know, you tell people I'm from Needham. And now I, I it's weird how like, you know, I'm 38 now. So you for, forget that like time has moved on. I'm always yeah. in my mind. I'm always 23. You know, yeah. so I say Needham and people go, ooh, fancy. Fancy. It was not. It was it never middle felt class. That way. It yeah. was middle class. Growing it was now, whatever. Now it's very much. I didn't, and 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 uh, you you know it's this weird thing of like no one wants to be, um, the alpha betas. No one wants to be you know the bully. You know, no one wants to be the you know. The, I don't want to be from oh, Mighty Ducks. You right. want to be the Mighty Ducks. You want to be the Mighty Ducks. You want to be the underdog. <laughs> you don't want to be the 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 rich asshole kids. Right. But yeah, no people are going. 
People just oh just no oh, need it. Oh, it seems like me 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 me. It's like oh, it yo, weird? it was middle class. It was we like didn't what, it. it was like whatever. Like you yeah. knew the nice part of town. You knew yes. like the not nice part of town. You knew, it, but like the width of the town was mostly like. Yeah, this is all whatever. It you was, know, I don't know, it, yeah. but you've gotten that reaction too. Oh, totally, totally. I even have a joke right now about being from the suburbs of Boston. Yeah. In the comment section, people are just like, "She that that knows she she's probably from Newton." I'm like, "Oh my Yo, god, chill!" <laughs> Everyone is so mad because I talk about Boston being a right. racist city. As you know, I mean, <laughs> welcome to America, but yeah. welcome to Boston. <laughs> but people are just like. It's so funny how pointed people are being about like which specific suburb I, I well, am from. Well, it is. It, it's one of the. It's very much of the times of like I. You got to be the hero in your own story. Yeah. So it's like I do get that twinge of like I have to defend it. Like when someone goes, "Ooh, need him fancy." Yeah. You have to admit to it, and then I have to, and then I always get in this like weird explanation. I'm like. Well, <laughs> you know, like well I, after the economic crash right, of eighty two, right, like, I it's turned like to a, that guy yeah. again. <laughs> Wells Mabley. Right. I, I was yeah. like, I don't have a relate. Like to me, I'm like, you mean Wellesley, right? Like to me, I'm yes, like, that's, that's fancy. The one. But that. it's but it's like we all have that thing of like you have placed things in your mind, totally. and someone totally. else has a different kind of perspective on it. And you go, and, and it's like, yeah, Needham was nice. It's not like I was living in that shithole Dedham. And then you're like, <laughs> and then you're but like, it wasn't Wellesley. But it is, it was middle class. It, it was upper middle class. I think right now it's like upper, upper middle class. I like, guess, I don't even know. My parents then, moved out, so I don't go back. Do you uh, go back? No, my parents don't live there anymore. Yeah. Uh, priced out. Okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> can't live there. Um, the coffees were too expensive. God damn, <laughs> Cafe Fresh. Um, Incredible bagel. Um, I think I might go back this Thursday. I gotta. Go, I think I like have to make a pilgrimage go, to Cafe Fresh. You gotta go to Cafe Fresh. Right. It's this was the bagel a... place in Needham, and you know, do you know what is Sylvia's? It had a different name. Like this is back in my day. <laughs> I'm back. I had Buddy. A whole, yeah, no, yeah. no, you go to the you know, but there's there's so many Needham things related uh, that we could talk about. But I, what have Needham people said to you going into comedy? Has there been a response? Has well, Needham people come to your shows? Needham people, co- I had. I had, uh, yeah, like I have a couple friends who live here. Like everyone is always like, Jared. Like right. everyone's like, Jared. <laughs> right. I'm like, yeah. yeah. Well, also we have some famous Needhamites too. The, there's um, a few in there. Um, uh, Jen Kirkman mm-hmm. is another Needham. She's she was a, a name that came up to me when I first started. People yep. go, oh, Jen Kirkman. Jen Kirkman. Yeah. Um, Allison, uh, she's casting. She's casting director. Allison... Her last you name is know a, her name. I, casting. This I could know. Be, this, this could be big for me. <laughs> right, right. Um, it'll come to me. And then who is the gymnast? Allie oh, Raisman. Allie Raisman, Allie yeah, Raisman that, is I mean, another Needham. That, well, then, you know, the, the, that's the thing where you, you you try to be a public whatever. Yeah, 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 And yeah, then yeah. you start hearing about, like, these other... And then, you know, someone brings up Allie Raisman to you. Yeah, I'm go, like, oh, the yeah, Olympian? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You go, yeah, we're doing the same thing. For sure, for sure. No, what I do is the same as what she right. does. Allie Raisman tapes a podcast in her studio apartment uh, next to her bed, too. You for know? sure, so. for sure, after her doubles. Right. Yeah. They, they named a, they're, they're naming a street they're after us. They're naming a street. Later. Don't you have posters lining <laughs> Greendale Avenue? Right, that's that. 
So yeah, yeah no, Needham has a, there's a history here. But I'm I'm pumped to have you on. We're gonna so do the show. Here, uh, shout it. out to Mitch if he's listening. What's right up, now. Mitch? Um, let's Brother. do some emails. You ready? Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. It's been a while since I've taped this show, so sorry this is a little disjointed. But I think this has been okay so far. We're gonna get into the emails. If you have an email, if you have a problem, lifestyle, relationship, whatever's going on in your life, this is the dear Abby, you know, of the podcast. So Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. If you have a conundrum, we love a conundrum. Oh, Love to beat that drum of Kanun. <laughs> so let's go. The conundrum. Jay, yeah, love the conundrum. Love a Kanun. Hit the conundrum, uh, Shelby. Uh, so <laughs> so uh, let's do jtraypodcast.gmail.com. Uh, thank you for being a listener. Always a pleasure doing this show. Alex Kuman at Alex Kuman. Communicating in transparency mode. This is actually on the subject that we just talked about. Okay, actually. so this is relatable. Okay, okay. Soft as the feathers to your package. I'll get to it. I have a relationship and technology question. My boyfriend, 29 male, and I, 38 female, have been together for two years. We like our independent time and we typically spend half the week together. Things are going well, but I'm getting annoyed recently. Two weeks ago, he bought a new set of over the ear headphones that has a noise canceling mode and transparency mode. You can still hear surrounding sounds. I have a transparency mode okay. on the AirPods. I have that, yep. yep. Do you use it? Only when I'm running. Okay. To hear traffic. That's a good, that's, that's, that's like a smart That's the way to use to it. Also, yeah. like to me, like more female than male. I'm just like, Absolutely. yeah, I'll go in a noise canceling. Ab- Absolutely. I'm, I'm listening to Welcome to the Jungle. <laughs> you go 2 a.m. on a Tuesday? <laughs> right. Block it out. Right. You try and fight me. Yeah. I played high I'm school ready. across. <laughs> I'm going back to need him next right. week. He loves them and started wearing them when we're together. Ooh. When we're out together, he wears them and plays music. Talking to someone with headphones on just feels weird in general, but they're in transparency mode and he's attentive in conversation, so I can accept it. The problem comes when we're at my place. I'll go to the kitchen for a few minutes and come back to find him playing a video game or something with the headphones on. He's less consistent with putting them in transparency mode, so I don't know whether he can hear me. Now I'm annoyed. I talked to him about it and asked that he make sure the headphones are on transparency mode if he's going to wear them around me. He said that he'd try, but he did didn't feel confident that he'd be able to do it consistently. He said he already has a habit with these headphones and he can't guarantee that they are always going to be in transparency mode. I told him if he can't guarantee that they're in transparency mode when we're together, then I'd rather he not wear them around me at all. He said he'd try and we ended at that. Am I being unreasonable? If, we hang, if we're hanging out together, I think it's reasonable to expect that he should be able to hear me. Otherwise, why are we even hanging out? I swear that he's happy in the relationship and not trying to ignore my existence, LOL. I recognize that I am less con- uh, connected to my phone than most people these days, so maybe I'm the weird one. Is this normal now? Uh, would appreciate you and your guest thoughts. So Alex Kuhn, this woman is dating a guy who keeps his AirPods in. Well, this woman is dating a guy who keeps his earphones on Mm -hmm. but claims he's in transparency mode so what's the biggie how do you feel about this doesn't feel transparent to me that's i'm an i'm a i'm a no on this one right this is okay this i immediately am reminded when you go to like like coffee shops will have this now they'll have a sign up that's like please stay off your phone stay off like when you're ordering from a from the barista Stay off your phone. Get off your cell phone. This is I like haven't a, seen that sign. You haven't I've seen, seen that? the no laptops. No laptops. Oh, I'll see it. Like no at laptops. The coffee shops. Those exist. I, I yeah. haven't seen the sign, but that's my personal policy. Yes, I've actually and I've made an, common courtesy. A common courtesy. 
I've made an actual point in my life, and this isn't, I, I hope this doesn't come off as like, and you, I actually don't like the way her emails le, uh, ends. Like the way she ends the email is something you don't have to do, and it's something I feel like people do now where they have to like say, well, I must be the weird one. And it's like, you're not weird. No, I don't want to hang out weird. with someone who has their headphones on. You're not weird for establishing a boundary that you want and, and standing up for what you want in a relationship. Right. That's not weird. I do. I think it's weird that he's wearing headphones around you, even if they are in transparency mode. You ever talk to someone who has earbuds in? It just feels like they are shut out. Right. They have doesn't a matter. foot out of the conversation. Yes. And yes. they are literally like, if something better comes along in my ear, yeah. I'm going to tap into I'm this. Take this. It'd be like if I was... If we were doing the podcast right. like this, it just, and I was like, it's like the equivalent of. I agree. And and I guess like the ages, you know, they could go, it's generational. He's 29, she's 38. I don't even like that. Mm -mm. I don't think that is something, no. that's something like people say when they want to like get you to shut the fuck up. Right. They go, you don't get it, old man. No, 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 no. I, no. I walk into a coffee shop, headphones off. I, I just, I, I just feel better about my conversation with the person. Would I judge someone who wears their headphones while ordering? Yes. Yes. I would look at them. I go, take them out. I take my earbuds out. It's so easy to do this, right? And put them back in when you're done ordering. And it's just because cell phones and all of technology have completely cut us off from connecting to each other. Right. This is such a perfect example, especially if it's like, do they live together? Do we know if they live together? They well, said the, they spend the, half, half of the, the week, week together. So, so my that, assumption that, is that no. Was, that was the thing where I'm like, I would push back on her. I lived with a partner. I would have headphones in to listen to podcasts while I walked around the house. I do understand that if you've been together the whole day and you guys are just hanging around the house, he's like, I'm going to pop in headphones to kind of like let my put my brain on the shelf and have mm -hmm. a moment where I don't have to deal with the screaming inner monologue that I have going on. I understand. Anxiety. Right. Yeah. I understand where podcasts and and music, and also music and, and he's, she says playing the video games. video games. I do get that. Like, and I think that's where I go. Like, but I do think because all hours are headphone hours. He, you know, I could understand where you're like, I don't know when I'm getting when this I'm person. When I'm on, when I'm off. Right. It's so I've been living with my boyfriend for three or four years. Mm -hmm. We. We are, he's a comedian. We mm -hmm. work from home together. We right. have the same job. We spend a lot of time together. So during the day, I will very specifically be like, hey, I'm putting headphones in now. Right. Or like, I'm going into this room. I'm going to shut the door. Like just a heads up. And I think where this is, is there's they're, they're hanging in this like middle ground area. Of right. Like it's just pick, pick one side. If you want to have your headphone time, you want to have your video game time, absolutely go do that. But then when it's done, have it be done. Right. That's that 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 is the solution to this. Right. That's where it becomes because I remember being in the apartment having headphones on and then like she'd be talking to me. Yeah. And then I would be like, Oh, I, I missed that whole missed thing. It. And she would go, Oh my she would get annoyed. And I would yes. go, Well, the headphones are in. Like I, in. I think the headphones in is is a sign of I am somewhere else. Yes. And that's yes. okay. If you go, Oh wait, I didn't hear you, the headphones were in. I was somewhere else. I was somewhere else. I it's was not listening. like you went to like on a date and no. then the phone headphones are in and you're going, yeah, you know, if someone else comes in, I can get away from this. I, that's why I, I think there's too much. Totally. And it is extremely important for people in couples, especially longer term, to have alone time, to right. have separation, to have, especially if they're like living together. Like, 
Absolutely. But I think just boundaries need to be established of like, hey, especially if they don't live together, when you're here, when you're over at my house, right. you don't have the headphones in. Right. And when we go for coffee. And when we go for a walk, that's a walk. They, yeah. You're going to walk down the street and have headphones in? <laughs> I'm walking the other direction. I watched a video and I tweeted about this and I, and I turned it into a TikTok, but I watched a video where a guy proposed with one headphone in. Uh, and I'll kill myself. <laughs> I'll right. kill myself on camera. <laughs> right. You go. <laughs> Will you marry me? Ah, just kill yep. yourself. Dead. <laughs> Dead. Dead. You got to see this video. This in my eye right, right now. <laughs> this woman got proposed to with, and she just and took she a said, pen in her eyeball when she saw the <laughs> air, AirPod in. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Talk about a TikTok. I, I, I just, and I may like you see that happen. You go. What are we? What are we doing? Here? What has happened? Right. What is he? What fucking has happened to us? Cyrano. Did she <laughs> <laughs> getting directions? Go for John. Um, yeah. What did she say? Yes. Yeah. Oh, ju- this is like a happy video. That's the thing. One person's happy video is another person's me judging the, the fuck out of them. Mania. We are at a time in our lives where you're gonna need gifts pretty often. People are getting married or having babies or actually hosting dinner parties. We're adults now. You'll be the best person at any special event if you show up with a bottle of wine from First Leaf. First Leaf is America's most personalized wine company. It takes the stress and worry out of picking the perfect bottle of wine. Getting started is easy. Just take a quiz about your preferences and your very own wine concierge will curate a selection of wines just for you. Your personalized collection will show up at your door in just a few days. I love what First Leaf is doing. I have a good friend. He's a small yay. All I do is bother him because I don't want to sound stupid. Wine is one of those things where you don't want to sound like that person who who's acting like they know more than they do because you know you know nothing. You want someone to tell you, Based on what you just said, you're looking for this. I used to do it with my friend. Now I do it with First Leaf. Give a bottle away as a quick gift for any occasion or pop one open at home to celebrate the easiest wine purchasing experience you've ever had. Also, it's going to get you into wines you never would have thought of. That's a great thing. Open up your world. I love uh, reconnecting with family and friends over a bottle of First Leaf wine, and I bet you'll feel that way too. So give First Leaf a try. Head over to f- try. Okay, here it is. Hold on. Tryfirstleaf.com slash JTrain to sign up and save 50, 50, 50% on your first six hand curated bottles plus free shipping. That's Real money, people. That's T-R-Y-F-I-R-S-T-L-E-A-F dot com slash J-Train to save 50% on your first six bottles plus free shipping. Try com slash J-Train. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. When we're constantly caring for other people, it's hard to find the time and energy to care for yourself. BetterHelp's online therapy gives you a safe safe place to share your feelings, work through problems, and take time to focus on your own needs. I love what BetterHelp's doing. It is a... It's an easier way to get into therapy. There's a lot of different walls up when you're trying to get into something new like therapy. This is a great toe in the water. BetterHelp is completely online, so you don't have to go and sit in a waiting room. You don't have to go to an office you don't recognize. You can do it from the comfort of your own home. It's therapy when and where it works for you, whether that's under the covers and bed or in the car between appointments. That's unbelievable. That is that speaks to me because you might be like on the go and you're like, I don't know when I can ever fit this in. Do it in the car. 
Getting started is easy. Just take a quick survey about your preferences and BetterHelp will match you with a licensed therapist. If your number, if your first therapist isn't uh, a perfect fit, you can easily switch at any time at no extra charge. That's wonderful too. So you're not committed to one therapist. There's You can switch. It's great. Find more balance with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash JTrain today to get 10, 10, 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash JTrain, BetterHelp.com slash JTrain. JTrain podcast at gmail.com, JTrain podcast at gmail.com. Here with Alex Cuman at Alex Cuman on Instagram. Go follow. Comedians you should know. It's every Wednesday. Gutter Bar, Brooklyn, Noisy Neighbors. Dear J Train, feather feather, going to cut to the chase because I'm so enraged right now. I've lived in my Upper East Side apartment for two and a half years. Love it. It's a great uh, price, size, and I love my neighborhood. But of course, it seems all good things must come to an end. About two years into my lease, my upstairs neighbor has gone uh, seemingly insane. Do you have to stop? You sure? Okay. Has gone seemingly insane, or they moved out and are subletting to a grade A asshole. He has started stomping, pa- stomp pacing back and forth at random hours of the day and night, along with all, a whole other cacophony of noise. Did I even use that right? Cacophony, that cacophony is of noise. You nailed it. I mean, I, whew, I that nice. was a big reading That's moment a big for one. me. A uh, cacophony of noise. I can only assume is him jumping on a trampoline or learning to clog dance. I've once <laughs> knocked on his door to ask him what the fuck was going on because he is being so loud only to have him answer holding an actual basketball in his hands. That's crazy. That feels like a, okay. Is this guy for real? We live in New York City. There are millions of parks nearby. Go the fuck outside with that thing. What are you, 10 years old? To be fair, he apologized. I haven't heard that specific noise since then. But other loud ceiling shaking noises haven't stopped despite my hopes. He isn't loud every day. I'll go a week or two not hearing him at all to two Today, two to three days a week of him driving me crazy. My lease is ending soon. And I will desperately want to stay in this apartment. I don't know if dealing with this guy, even intermittently, is worth it. I don't want to have to ask him to be respectful of his neighbors every time he finds a new sports ball to play with at, at Target. But I also don't want to let him scare me away from what used to be my safe and quiet place in the city. What if the next apartment has even louder upstairs neighbor? Can we make it a thing to add conditions of the upstairs neighbor goes or I do when resigning the leases? What do we think? Ooh, okay. What this is they do? this is fascinating because also when you find a New York City apartment that you love, right. that is the right price, mm-hmm. uh, you hold on to that. When it fits for you, so little in this city fits. Yes. So when something does fit, you kind of hold on it to tighter. it. Yeah. yeah. Dig I your mean, claws I have this that. with this apartment. Like I, I, I'm not like this. This isn't this is a small space, but I like you walked the in, you're like the location, neighborhood, the location. Uh, and I like I've stayed here now way longer than I would have thought because I'm like, yeah. wow, this really fits my lifestyle. So yeah. I do understand when what you're yeah. saying. Yeah, and especially if they've been there, they're a good tenant. I feel like it's it might be worth talking to the landlord. I love that they approached the neighbor and they've spoken to the right. neighbor rather than like a sort of, you know, a passive aggressive note or something right. like that. I do feel like if it's just a one-time thing that they've had, a, I feel like this is a, we knock upstairs. Here, here's what's so frustrating about this, because yeah. I do understand when you go up to their apartment and you're like, the noise is crazy. And you get up there and they're holding a basketball wearing their Michael Jordan jersey. And you're like, and they go, oh. I didn't realize. Oh my God. And it's like, and then you go, oh. 
wow, this person is so removed or actively trying to be removed that if I have to ask for them to stop playing one-on-one -on -one upstairs, where does it end? I mean, like, you know, what? The, because that, the, the, now it becomes I have to be responsible for to remind every them time. everything. Like, oh, basketballs aren't allowed? Oh, I'm what sorry. What about, yeah, clog dancing, right. tap dancing? They're going to have that react every time. I, I'd almost rather them fight me. I'd rather them go, no, basketball shit. And you go, come on, you had no thought. That, and for them to have no thought on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't realize. Right. Upstairs. I what? Wait, I can't take my cane and smash it against the... the, the that bothers you? It's... It's... <laughs> And I'm a real solution-based thinker. Right. So my thing is like, you go back up, you establish a relationship with this person of, hey, I work from home or whatever the whatever the scenario is. Right. Hey, I, I'm a human being living below you and you're making a ton of noise all the time at erratic hours. I would really, I really want to re-sign this lease. I really want to stay in this apartment. Right. It's, your, your noise is making it difficult for me to want to do that. Right. What's going, I would mark it down. Because Just keep a log. Let's keep a, keep log. a log. Because I would want to know. Because that that's my point. Is like when does the asking end? Right. Because if they go basketball, oh good, good to know. No basketball. Yeah. Then they're like, okay, well, marbles. <laughs> a jar of marbles. Right, right, right. From my bed. <laughs> right. Yeah. That, not oh, cool. So that's not. Oh, okay. Not cool. Okay. Oh, good to know. All like, right. To have that reaction is so fucking frustrating because you're like. Uh, you're like, oh wait, oh I can't just you know, marbles. I I don't know even what next. To, There's oh, all sorts of people. Every I think about in New York my, City too. In New York City, I, I I lived in Chicago for years, and in my last apartment there, we were we were on the top floor, mm. and uh, below us were two smokers they okay. smoked cigarettes inside it was an mm -hmm. old old chicago building mm -hmm. so the landlord didn't care but they would smoke cigs so all winter we just piping through our heat vents right. we were just getting cigarette smoke so kind of in retaliation we would we're like stomping around the plate but it's but it, like we had asked that like hey can, can you guys like it maybe right. just smoke outside or out the window whatever that's fine in your apartment all day like you just have to you, you had to like just open that dialogue right. and just be like, hey, I've we're had dying. The, I've yeah. had, I mean, this building, the walls are thin. Yeah. I, I mean, that's kind of the deal here. Like right. it's, it's an older building. I've heard the people above me. Anytime I hear them, I go, I just assume like this is just the building. Yeah. I think for this person, you keep a log and you yep. give it and you start with them. I think opening the dialogue. Yes. Hey, I don't know what was going on Tuesday, Thursday and Sunday. Right. But those were times where the noise was crazy. And they'll go, oh, well, I was doing my marbles. I was, I was <laughs> popping balloons. <laughs> popping balloons. I Is was, that not cool? Oh, it's not That's cool. not cool. All of those things, we got to put them on the list of not cool things. Yeah. And then I would go to the landlord. Hey, here's the log. You got to yeah. talk to this person too to back me up. Yes. Because this noise yes. is crazy. Yes. I've lived here and I'm deciding on the lease. I've been a good, and here's the power tenant. they have. They've been a good tenant. Yeah. So it's like, you've gotten zero complaints from me. I live here quietly. I don't bother anyone. I need you to back me up here. Yes, yes. Because they want to keep, I will say, as someone who has a tenant of their own, I want to keep this person. I almost work for them. Yes. You know, I do a work. A good you tenant know, you, is hard, especially also Upper East Side. Like, that's a landlord that wants to, like, keep the right. peace, I'm sure. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Alex Kuman. Go follow at Alex Kuman on Instagram. Go, go, go. Hilarious comic. Am I being sexist when I vent about dating? Okay. Wait Here we go. Salivating. Bring your get out that woman's studies major <sighs> diploma. 
Here we go. <laughs> Stretch out, because we, uh, feather, feather, all, all the things. Writing in because I had an upsetting interaction with a friend, which led to a friendship breakup. <gasps> That's extreme. I, I mean, okay. have Can you ever I had a friendship breakup? A long time ago. Really? Yeah. It was a, it was a gal who was a real... And you were like, I, we, she, she, and you said she, we are broken up. Oh, I, we didn't. We just parted ways. Okay, because I, I friendship breakup. I hear that. I'm like, that is so unrelatable to me. Like, I'm just like, I'm more in the friendship ghosting. Friendship. It, it felt more like a friendship fade away. Okay, I yeah. that is more relatable to me. And yeah. I'd really uh, value your take on what went on. I'm a 27 year old straight cis female. He is a 37 year old straight cis male. Okay, we became friends at our climbing gym when both of us needed partners and naturally developed a friendship. I have opened up to him a lot about my dating life as I'm truly in the thick of it, dealing with dating as a person in my mid to late 20s. And much like you, I always valued his take on things. He also actively asked me to share my dating experiences when we hang out together. As we all know, some uh, dating can be frustrating and uh, confusing sometimes. The blowout fight happened when he told me he started to feel very uncomfortable with the things I'm saying and that I'm being sexist towards men in my statements and using microaggressions. That to me, this is a wild conversation amongst friends. <laughs> yeah, and you know I need I mean? to know specifics. Right. I need specifics, but let's but, uh, let's hope that there are some. Like okay. if someone, if a friend of mine used the phrase, like, listen, I understand what microaggressions are totally, but like with a friend to friend conversation at a climbing I like, gym, I, I this like screams. Like satire from Portlandia. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, yeah like yeah, yeah, the yeah. climbing gym on belay. <laughs> I'm offended by the. I'm triggered. Right, yeah, the yeah, tone yeah. of that on belay. Yeah. <laughs> this has really upset me because I've always thought of these conversations as venting and sharing uh, experiences. But he insists that when I vent about my dates, that I'm making sexist remarks. It's also like I'm sorry to be this guy, but like that's like the. It just doesn't ring very male to me no. to be like you're being you're being sexist, sexist towards I, men. It's and here's the thing: does sexism towards men exist? Of course, yeah. it exists and all. And sure, burp, 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 everything burp, burp, exists. Everything exists. Um, I I would love. I I hope we have hope maybe we have. some specifics because I just want to know a little bit more. But like, okay, no, let's just hear. It. Let's, let's just keep hear going. Okay. No, I agree with you. Like, there's yeah. like I, it, I want to go in with an open mind here, but I'm already like... Someone uh, on my Instagram uh, on the question box was asking about like uh, ethically non-monogamous. Yeah. And it's to me, I was like, and I kind of said, I was like, it, I do, be, like, I, it, it's this like thing of like, I know that exists. Yes. It's working for some people. Yes. I don't think the amount of people it works for is in relation to the amount of people who are using that term to try and fuck. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a really good math equation. If X is right. You know, the, the amount of people using the phrase ethically non-monogamous yeah. seems to grow by the day. I don't yes. think many people can handle that type of relationship. I do know people do handle. So it's like this thing of like what you're saying is like can a can someone be sexist or not? Yes, yes, it exists. And and but you know when you start talking about it, you go you're immediately like your your bullshit meter goes off. Uh, uh, yeah, because you're like 
I can't like I, okay fine but I need this I need it to be I, so specific I need to hear exactly what we are is she just like in his mood like his like I like okay okay, okay, okay I asked okay. him to specifically tell me what has bothered yes. him and he said that it's my thoughts about men paying for the first date I think they should. Thanks for your amazing TED Talk. Men needing to put in effort in reaching out to me or being more proactive. Men having sex and then dumping you. And various other topics such as these, which you've also talked about here. I'd also like to add uh, here that we he will actively ask me about my experiences and that I've always been respectful if he disagrees and greatly value these conversations. These topics typically come up in the context of a conversation about particular guy I'm dating or in experiences that I've had in real time. My thoughts on all the above are clearly generalizations. Mm -hmm. And I think if these don't apply to you as a man, then why would you be offended by it? I'd I'd like to get your take on this as you have these exact conversations all the time. And in the public eye, am I being sexist when I say something like, yeah, that guy was a flop or men are dumb sometimes. I like when a guy pays for the date in context of venting about dating. Thank you. So what do you think? I, I have an idea. Men are dumb through. sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. I... She cancel me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's true. And uh, okay. Okay. First of all, my first thought is that maybe her climbing partner likes her. Yeah. Oh, that was I that's mean, like above all else. And above that's probably, all else. That's probably like the least like woke thing that we could go to. Of course. Right? But, but whatever. Is, but when I hear a woman, a younger woman talking about her older guy climbing climbing partner, partner. that she met out of the blue i don't think people like randomly meet unless there's like a tiny bit of attraction yeah something you know there's got to be a little uh, a little spark a little spark there's to a spark. make a flame there you is know. a spark yeah so i i and i i'm with you i i think and that's why he's taking what she's saying personally he's he's feeling upset that that he doesn't agree. He's like, "Oh, I like her, and I don't agree with the way that she's. T- I-, I don't think I should have to pay for the first date. I don't. Mm. I don't think I. Sh- I don't think all men are dumb. It's like taking. I think also taking this stuff too literally. I like, and I guess if I if we if we switched it, if we right. like switched the roles, and he was out here being like. Women are stupid sometimes, <laughs> like, right. which is like hilarious because you know we're we're like comedians, so right. we're hearing every we're hearing every joke about men and women and non-binary. Oh, we're hearing sure. every joke that there has ever been made mm-hmm. about that. Um, it it this just kind of it, it's a sensitivity thing to me that he's sensitive. To he's it. sensitive. I, to I it. do think if I was to give her feedback, yeah, what she's asking for. She said something in her, she does something very um, interesting. You know, she talks about my TED Talk. The TED yeah. Talk I did was about who should pay for the first date. And the moral of the TED Talk, the, the whole, it came to a conclusion of like, it's really whatever makes you feel best. Like, it's okay yeah. to be turned off from a date. It's okay to be turned on from a date. Yeah. It's okay to have taste. And yes. I think when she says men should pay for the first date, to me, that's actually against what I was saying. You know, I, you have to own that, and and I that I like yes. when men that I date pay yes. for the first date. I think when you say men should pay for the first date, now you're looking at him. Now it becomes a judgment on him, right? Because so, if he doesn't if pay he for doesn't the first, step up, then he's not man enough, or he doesn't have money, da da da. Right, ascribing all of these extra things to it. It's also, it's it's what it is. It's 
she thinks men should pay for the first date and perhaps he is thinking well that means that she wants a man to be have money all the time and, and well that's where adding, he goes into incel world god I love that world right he goes straight into well now all get me my gun right that's the thing he kind of like you know it's like vulnerability produces vulnerability I do believe that and that's not like a smart thing to say but I do think when you go in the same way, when you go, men do this, he's going to go, well, not women, all men. Well, not all yeah. men. He's going to go, and women, I guess all you women want a rich guy or something yeah. like that. And, and, and he kind of responds with that. Right. So I, I think like the thing that I've, you know, that you learn a lot is like when you personalize these things, it makes these conversations actually easier. Yeah. Because now you're not like in this like, women do this, yeah. men do this. And I think like when you say like, Eh, it turns me off when a guy, you know, like, uh, and, and when you go, men are stupid. That's e- I think that's an actually like easier statement. Like, oh, these stupid fucking men. Yeah, that I. I that's don't a th- throwaway comment. It's a throwaway comment that's a throwaway. when you say men should pay for the first date because I I would say like you're gonna get feedback where this guy's personally offended because you're basically looking at him going, you're doing you wrong. Yes. Yes, and that's I think that's it. how he's taking it. He's responding, and and this also just seems like maybe a friendship gone awry as well. Well, there was like, no friendship. There was he no was friendship. A, he wanted to. Tra- he's yeah. trying to. You don't approach a woman at a climbing gym and be your be the belay partner, right? Because uh, you because <laughs> you're a good guy. You want to help her climb, right? And, and helping her shatter that glass ceiling, right? You can <laughs> get her up the mountain. Come on, I want you to be a CEO of this mountain. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't buy. I think, and then also when you guys are having these like very high level dating conversations it is flirty like it yeah. is like a little bit like oh that's what you like okay right. cool I could be that too and, yeah. and right and then it's then she's basically saying you yeah. know insulting him because you're going when you say men instead of like what I like yeah you're basically saying if he doesn't do those things now he's done it wrong and, yeah, and, and so yeah. I yeah. I understand why he's getting offended totally because it's like he's like well now you just think I'm this unfuckable dude who's yeah. out here embarrassing himself. And I've been helping you climb this mountain the whole time and you don't respect me. And and it's like, yeah, it's okay. Not everyone is going to, mm-hmm. uh, that's it's not going to work out for everyone. Right. I mean, I guess my feedback to her, like I like when a guy pays for the date is so different than men should pay for the date. Yeah. Like I, I, I agree with you. you. You're allowed what... I agree with what makes you wet. You are you know? allowed to like what you like and <laughs> right. stand behind that. Right. And if, yeah. And if you're. I mean, but if he gets offended by that guy was a flop and then you go, well, what happened on the date? And then you go, well, he didn't pay for the date. And then the guy goes, well, do you think all men should pay for the date? And you go, well, I think if I went on a date with a man, it would be a turnoff for me. Like, yes. I think the, I think like with Personal a lot of these, pref. when these men, women things, it always works better in a conversation when you make it about you because totally then you all men should do there's no generalization like you can't no if she was like every man I've ever met has the IQ of a piece of shit (laughs) it's like okay well that's specific and weird and not true we the throwaway comments are fine but have your uh, personal preference is personal preference Right, like, like, I, like, like I had a situation, we play Red Flag Deal Breaker on the UF podcast, and I had a situation where I brought up that on a date someone showed me who I looked like, and I go, it was a deal breaker for me. Can can we, who was it? Oh, I was can, it a, a, a like a well-known person, or like a... It was not, I will show you the picture later on. Okay. Um, because I can find it in two seconds. Absolutely. 
it was one of those where, and I was basically saying that I think showing someone who they look like on a first date is a little too much of a reveal into your personal mm-hmm. thoughts on who they are. Like mm-hmm. now you have placed, I can see exactly we barely how know you each see other. Me. Yep. And, and, yep. and I, and for me and I go, I think most people would, would, would agree with me now. when I say it like that, I'm making somewhat of a generalization, but I'm also like saying most people, I'm not saying like you should, and the rule of first date is you shouldn't. No, I was turned off by it. And if I'm like, you know, a center part of the bell curve, I'm, it's you and one other person. So those are two preferences. (laughs) The only two preferences that matter. That's the thing. That's to your point. It's like, there's no rule book. There's a, there's a rule book, whatever, in the right. ethos. But like the rule book is what you as a human being bring to the table and what that other person as a human being brings to right. the table. Look you at all these. Your rule books. Right. And look at all these couples. You look at them and you're like, how, what the, where do you connect? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially here in New York. You're you just see a like, lot of weird ones. <laughs> <laughs> Let's make Father's Day easy this year. Your old man does not want another mug. He wants great-looking body hair. Manscaped's Performance Package 4.0 has everything Dad needs to get grooming. The package includes the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, Weed Whacker 2.0 ear and nose hair trimmer, Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver Toner, and Performance Boxer Briefs. The whole package comes in a travel bag, so everything is ready to wrap. That's the best part. You know, you're, listen, I can understand you're like, I'm not giving my dad a ball trimmer. Like, I'm, I can understand that's your, your feedback to me. This is going to come in a nice travel bag. It's not, you're not giving him a ball trimmer. You're giving him a spa at home. You're giving him the ability to feel good. When you look good, you feel good, you act better, you, you stand up straighter. This is all connected. This is mental health you're giving in, You're giving to your dad. This is amazing. If your dad already has a grooming uh, routine down, hook him up with Manscapes Boxers 2.0 or some Preserve Cologne to get him smelling as great as he looks. See, Manscapes thought of it all. It's really a one-stop shop for all the gift-giving to dad, male grooming needs, and you can get 20% off and free shipping with the code JTRAIN at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use code JTRAIN. Make this Father's Day one he won't forget with Manscaped. Podcast at gmail.com. Let's do another email. Everyone go follow Alex at Alex Cuman on Instagram. Hilarious comic. Go, go, go. Comedians you should know. Every Wednesday, gutter bark. Jim Crush, help. Dear J Train, Feather Feather, long time listener here. I'm in need of some advice. Almost three after almost three years of being in a relationship and emailing you multiple times through throughout for advice, I have finally broken things off with my ex. It's been a few months and I feel like I'm ready to get back out there and dating. Place I frequent is the gym, and there's a guy there who I catch looking at me, walking by me, and seemingly making an effort to stay in my general vicinity. Here's my issue. He has yet to approach me. I have been the one to say hi if we ever do have an interaction. I've gone to the gym with some girlfriends a few times, and they all say the same thing. He has an eye for me, but no action. How do I start up a conversation with this guy? I definitely have uh, some confidence in knowing that he gives me some quote-unquote looks, but I also don't want to be that creepy weird girl that is at the gym looking for her mans. Any and all advice is appreciated. Girl, gym girl looking for her gym boy. What do you think? Ooh, okay. I like this. This is fun. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like it's so easy to start up a conversation at the gym with a guy. You just, all you do is ask for help. 
help. Men love to give help. Yes, we're fixers. Fit, we love to fix. Yeah. Hey, and also not to like if she knows what she's doing at the gym, then don't ask for help. Right. But if you but if you're purely looking to start up a conversation and you're there's so many machines. There's so many how do you use this? Can you help me? How do you what's right. do, can I work next time you see him on a machine, hey, can I work in with you? Can I work in can with I you? Can I work in with you? Uh, so oh, easy. Are you from the area? I see you here all the time. I see you all the time. I like, like your an, shirt. Right. Cool I see, shoes. I see your cool shoes, compliments. I see her all the time is like an acknowledgement of like, we got to break the ice. I, you're just yeah. someone I always see. What's your name? And I think also, I see, here's the script. And I think this helps. Jim, tough. It's tougher than, it's a social place that's not very social. Yes. So Jim is one of those like, you're hard on yourself. It's one of those things where you're like, Come on. What are you, a fucking loser? You can't talk to someone at the gym? Yeah. But you cannot talk to someone at the gym. It's hard. Also, headphones, headphones on. Are, we, are our headphones in both parties? Right. The other thing to consider, too, is like how important is this gym to you? Right. That's like a big, mm-hmm. like, because if you you don't want to make this a place that's weird for you to go, if you end up going out with this person, right. it doesn't work out, and then you're like avoiding going to this gym. Like, let's factor this is, everything in. And that's a way to empathize with his position. Why hasn't he approached me? Well, it's hard for anyone to approach anyone. Yes. Headphones on. I, you know, I don't want to get turned down. I don't want to ruin my gym place. I don't want to be creepy. I would say, as a guy, I've never been creeped out by a woman. Okay? I like, I think that's such a great thing to bring up. Where, right. she, where she's like, I don't want to be the creepy gym girl. And I'm like, I've never heard those words together. Never. Never. I've, never. I've definitely seen and experienced right. creepy gym guys. I had a creepy experience. And it was so, it, it took so long for me to get to creepy. That you coming up to a guy in the gym will never be as creepy as the situation that happened to me. What happened to you? Uh, I don't know if I want to go into it. Okay, we don't go. It into was it. A, it was just a weird after show thing. Yeah, and like, you know, the, the, I don't know. I'm just, no, 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 there's no, nothing no, to get we into. It. We table it. But table the story. But I would say like. On the level of like, woman came up to me at the gym. I've never had a guy come up to me and be like, "Can you believe I'm?" Can you believe to work I didn't out? know what to do? I right. was I was scared. Fuck? This like woman it's... wanted to fuck me at yeah. the gym. Oh God! Honestly, it would take so much for you to creep out a guy at the gym. Yeah, so much. You would, and... you would literally have to make you would have to make physical contact without his permission. <laughs> Just put him in a chokehold right. as he's doing d- A chokehold wouldn't even creep. I'd be no. like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, what's up? How the fuck what's is that? Right. Holy shit. I think the other thing too is like, don't build this up into a, like, I have to go ask him out <clears throat> formally on a date right now. Right. This can be a runway situation. You open up the conversation with, mm-hmm. hey, how are you? I like your shirt. I like your shoes. Can I work in with you? This and that. Just get to know each other a little because right. also you could have a couple conversations very casually at the gym and then be like, I, this is not the person for me. And That's I'm glad. Such, it's such good advice because it's not going to happen num- number one. I th- and I think, hey, can I work in with you? Hey, and here's the script. Hey, can I work in with you and use the same machine? Yeah. You know what? I see you here all the time. I don't even know your name. I'm blankety blank. There it is. So there's the second That's part of the script. script. So let's yep. let's go. First, yep. can I work in? Oh my God. I see you here all the time. Acknowledgement yes. that like you're I see someone you, I, right. you see me. What's up? Yep. Now I think shaking someone's hand and saying your name is so much more powerful than we give it credit to. It's huge. And eye contact. And eye making con- eye contact. Because right then you're touching each other. Yes. Hi, my name's Jared. It's nice to meet you. I, I do that to people all the time where they're like, 
you know, after a show, if they come in hot, I or like, or if they come up to me at a bar and they're like, I listen to the podcast, I'm like, yeah. let me reset. Slow down. I'm Jared. Nice yeah. to meet you. And I smile. Yeah. And I think that like, oh, okay, okay. Now we can converse as humans. It's like a disarming because it also puts control, puts the ball back in your court mm-hmm. of like, hey, I'm gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna downshift right. for a second. <laughs> right. And it, it lets everyone kind of get back to like yeah. number. You know, downshift is a great way to put it. And then you go. What, what do you live in the area? How long now? There's long places go to, to go. The you can go to so many places, and you can also put the ball back in his court of like, I, like he's clearly taken an interest. What mm. what questions does he have for you? Right, like and maybe and if he has nothing, maybe you're turned off. Yes, right. Don't but don't shoulder the the weight of asking out on it. Like don't don't put this. You're don't put too much on yourself. Right, I, and I think the first time is what's your name? Yeah. That's the goal. Yeah. The second time, hey. What are you what doing do you do? this weekend? Or what do you do? What do you do? What's your what do you what what do you fill your days with? What do you right. like? What kind of music do you also like? Also, the time of day you're at the gym has a question. You're a morning person. You're an afternoon person. Yep. What do you do that you get to come here in the afternoon? Yep. What do you do that you get here at seven o'clock at night? Mm-hmm. You know, like these are mm-hmm. all work mm-hmm. into the conversation. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. When to speak up at the bar? Ooh, Jared, longtime fan. Uh, I finally got to see you in Vancouver. Your show was awesome. Our favorite com- favorite of the comedy festival. Ooh, that's so nice. It was such a great time. I love Vancouver. Love Town. Beautiful. Is it amazing? They you gotta all get up to Canada. I love it. I, you haven't been? Not, no. I mean, like once as a kid. Vancouver, it is funny because that city, all you heard were complaints. They're like, it's we got this one, the crime, and then I was like, you have everything crime. here. Hilarious. You have everything. Right. Like you're like, you're like, you have mountains, ocean. It's all within reach. It's Ugh. a beautiful city. I, I don't know. I, I was I was obsessed with uh, Vancouver. Um we're in Cleveland and can't wait to see you again stateside. Oh my god. Hey now. Double dip. Ooh, Fanny. Okay, I'll be back in Cleveland. I love hilarities. Okay, question for you. When do I mention my relationship status at the bar? I'm a long. T- I'm in a long-term relationship and still do lots of things on my own. I even enjoy stopping in for a solo drink every now and then, especially if I have some time between events. I'm fairly outgoing and usually strike up conversations with the bartenders or other people. On more than one occasion, I'll get asked for my number. I'll then have to say, "Oh, I'm in a relationship." Then I feel bad. Did I leave them on? I don't feel comfortable bringing up my partner in surface-level conversations. It feels pretentious and weird for me to disclose personal information. But mo- plus, most of my conversations are about general interests, so it's not uh, supernatural to bring up, in a, bring up a relationship. What are your thoughts? Would you rather me bring it up within the first 20 minutes of meeting? What about in activities like uh, run groups, et cetera? What do you think? You're in a relationship. Does this happen relation. to you? Yeah. You're it, also out. I mean, out comedians are just about, out in general. Yeah. Yeah. It, it doesn't happen. I don't, think, I don't think people are as attracted to women in comedy as okay. they are to men. This is a, this is a fairly, this is said this, uh, it, you know, more. Totally. You could be a very, like, nothing dude comic, but you're a guy on stage with a mic. There's some sort of confidence thing. Yeah. You know, you will get approached by women. Big the, time. The opposite doesn't Does happen, not happen as much. Does yes. not happen as much. But that's not to say that it has never happened. And I think that if it's like a one time, if you go to the bar, you're chatting up the bartender and it's like the one time thing and they mm. ask for your number I don't think you have to bring that up right away right. like it's just it is it's a weird like you know I don't know I have a boyfriend like right it's when like, I hear I have a boyfriend in conversation very soon yeah I go good to know not my wasn't intention. going for I'm it. just like 
I'm here chilling. Well, I wasn't here for it. When I hear it late, I've I, very rarely <laughs> do you see a guy at the bar be like, God damn it. <laughs> a boyfriend. I've been talking to you for 20 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> I wasted all this time. What oh am I going to have a time. child? Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you exactly. don't see I, that. I didn't. I bought one drink for myself. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's. I think if it's if you're uh, multiple conversations with a person, you you strike up a conversation with someone and you continue to see them and can like different story, days, yeah, multiple days. Yeah. Hey, we're at the same bar. Uh, I just want to let you know, like, no, but no. In it, when it comes up, it comes up. Yeah. I also kind of live in the you know as a single guy who will from time to time strike up conversation yes. and go see a woman at the bar. Yes, which is great, by the way, and more people need to be doing that. As I, I say that, yes, I, but I also it's a lost start. I, also I think get, it's a lost start. But I also get in my head of like, say something, say something, say that, and then I don't say anything at all. So I wuss out sometimes. I sometimes find some confidence yeah. when I do, and they say, "Oh, my boyfriend," and it comes up naturally. Yeah. I always prefer natural to unnatural. Totally. I think this person. It sounds from your email, you sound very with it and together, and yeah. you obviously have great taste in comedy from my show. So <laughs> I would say you're, whatever you're doing probably is the right move yeah. currently. I think totally. you should be confident. What I will say, and maybe this is 38-year-old, I have a podcast where I've gotten whatever so amount much. of emails yeah. from women I'm always in the camp of like, I just put on a nice show for someone who might have some, oh, you got to meet my friend. Like, I, I kind of like live in that zen of like, I'm not mad I had that conversation. Like, I, I, I actually met, I had a really nice conversation. I, I'm thinking right now, um, I was at a, a, the Spaniard down the street. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a good bar. Yeah. I go there from time to time. And I'll talk to people there because like, I tend to get recognized there more than not. And it's on right. the way back from the comedy store. And I enjoy going there. There was a woman next to me at the bar. We started talking. And then all of a sudden, another woman came up. And I think they were together. Yeah. And I talked to them both and ended up buying them both a drink. Just because I was like, hey, you guys want a drink? I got you the next one. They were so nice. It was a nice conversation. I didn't walk away from that going. Wasted time. What a fuck. Don't they know? Hated Hated meeting a new person, right? Experiencing a new energy from someone, right. pot Potentially having a new scenario, I could write a joke about. Right, like a all like, of it was good. It's all good, and I think if we need to get out of this mindset of like, it, sex is the end game for every right. conversation. It's like be open to new people, new experiences, new conversations, and yeah, it'll come up when it comes when it needs to come up. Also to. Not even sex is the, like. What do I get from what do this I get? combo? And yeah. it's like human connection. So, so I is think what like you get. this human person. Connection. Well, this person's worried. Did this person not get what they wanted from this conversation? When such they asked a woman. Your, such a right. female mindset too. Right. Did, did I give enough? Right. Did I give enough of myself? This, and did they? Uh, is is he unfulfilled? Did, did I make him uncomfortable? Did right. I make him angry? Very accommodating female energy. This is like very comfy cozy. Yeah. Right. Trying to make everyone comfortable. Yes. Does everyone have enough drinks? So you yeah. gotta. You know. So yeah. I, I think from that perspective like it's I think you got something out of it you should be more personally like yeah. what you got out of it is this nice time at the bar had a good yeah. conversation like yeah fuck them your, if, if your independence right. uh, to be at a bar to like which is also such a cool thing so many people are not 
able to do that. So right. many people are not able to just sit at a bar and strike up conversation with a stranger. Good for you. JTrainPodcast.gmail.com. Like Let's do one more. You ready? Great. I love it. Fire it Everyone up. Everyone go follow Alex Kuman at Alex Kuman. Needham High graduate. You got to support the Rockets. I can't believe I'm going to a Needham I High cannot lacrosse game on believe. Thursday. Send they, some Literally, picks. the email said, fill the hill. Isn't that crazy? This is very. I don't inside care baseball. that they did that. Right. I, I, don't, I don't care for. That was I don't care a, for that. That, that wasn't. wasn't a, it was a the saying. school. What was this on the hill? The hilltopper was the that newspaper. Was the the news, student newspaper. I, I don't remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I remember seeing like a hilltopper. Like I don't remember a student newspaper, but I remember like seeing an old one. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. In the hallway yeah. next to the gym. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, fill the hill. I didn't. Fill the I, hill. I had feels... no connection to that, but I was like, okay. Yeah. I what? have to tell you another story I can't after we'll we're do done. Post. Okay, so suffocating friend in the friend group. <sighs> Jared, an hilarious comic guest. I have a grammar school friend, let's call her Beth, who now lives in my city and has ingrained herself into most of my social circles. I brought Beth to another friend's party a few years ago, and they swiftly accepted her into the friend group. Beth is a good person uh, and friend, but has a big personality, the kind I only want to experience in small doses. But she keeps getting invited to all these events, birthday parties, weekend dinners, and hangouts. Uh, Even when I plan get-togethers without Beth, someone else ends up inviting her. Sounds like Beth is killing it. Oh, Beth is crushing so hard. <laughs> and big personalities will do that. They do. They're like, they oh. Do. And, and they fill the space. They fill the, va- right. they fill and, the vacuum. And they're who you think of first yeah. for like, get Beth in here. Like, Beth is going to be a blast. And also takes pressure off of everyone else. Beth is here. We know I can just the sit back and watch Beth do Beth. Yeah. Yeah, this is tough. Oh, this is hard. I'm okay. at the end of my fuse. I get an overdose of this friend already when we get together with our hometown friends. And also, that's the other problem. They get like a little dose of Beth, and now she gets Beth all the time. Yeah, she's full throttle Beth. A bounty of Beth. I want to, <laughs> I want to ask my new <laughs> friends to stop including her in every single thing we do. Mm. Am I entitled to hang out with my new friends without Beth or did I fuck up by bringing Beth around and now this is a consequence I have to suffer? To remedy this, do I set this boundary with Beth or ask the new friends to not invite her to every goddamn thing? What do you think? Oof, this is I've tough. had a I've had a thing like this happen before. That really? was the that was the friend fadeaway where wow. I introduced to a group and then the group was like this person's great and then after a while this person started to like melt down and everyone was like this person is not great. Right, we got to get rid of we Beth. We got to get rid. This is a tricky situation because it sounds like everyone is on Team Beth. Right. It sounds and like people like Team Beth. You're the yeah. turd in the punch bowl. Yeah. So to speak. Yeah, you're yeah. what and like are you feeling jealous of Beth? Are you feeling like right. your friends like Beth more than you? This feels like a maybe we work on some stuff right. here. And here's the thing, you saying, "Hey, can we get less Beth?" is never going to be reflected on Beth if everyone likes Beth. Right. It's going to be reflected on just the way you said it just now. Like, "Oh, what well, what are you are feeling you? like that?" It's always going to come back to you. It's not a good look. No, it's, and it sounds like she's feeling a little threatened, which which is also it you're entitled to feel however you feel. So if right. you're feeling threatened or you're feeling like your friends are giving more attention or time to Beth than they are to you, to, that is a thing to voice to your friends too right and not in like a we have a meeting schedule like one-on-one right. you take him for coffee you say here's a situation i'm dealing with w- what are your thoughts i would love it if we could do some stuff without beth sometimes yeah like, you, i i think you nailed it um you gotta set it, it can't be a group-wide 
Let me. Here's this is the not PowerPoint a group, I made. Can you keep this off of the group chat? Yeah, this you is. You put nothing in writing. This is one on nothing yeah. in writing. This is one on one shit. Yeah. What she needs to do? No, I say no. Set boundary with Beth. Beth is just doing Beth. Beth like, is I, being I, who Beth is, right. and the reason that you are friends with Beth and. Also, right. get back to that. Maybe right. free write on why you like Beth. Oh, I like a little free write. I love a free write. Morning the, pages. This is the hosting energy of <laughs> I mean, get mindful and Perhaps, be ding. Right. Um, d- uh, just really reflect on what what you drew you to Beth in the first place and why you wanted to, you know? Right. It, it is one of those things of like, you can't decide how much of something once you allow for it you know like it's putting toothpaste back in the tube this absolutely is out. and, this and is out. what i would say what this person i listen you can do whatever you want you can feel yeah. however you want one-on-one hangs with the group yes. i think that makes it so you you get your time with each yeah. of the individuals you can kind of reconnect i would say your closest friend in the group let them know how you're feeling. I think totally. that's totally what you totally. said about that. And make sure it's your closest friend in the group, the yeah. person you can confide in most. Let them know, like, Ugh, I just, it's so much Beth. And then they can go, okay, well, you know, may, you know, and maybe your time with this one person will give you what you want yeah. as far as, like, that Bethless time with the group that you remember, but it's a piece of the group. Yeah. I think... And maybe your friend will look at you and go, "Oh, well, we don't like. We really like her, we and we're like in. Her, you, we and maybe keep, you'll get and a perspective that you didn't they'll go, expect. Thank God, we were having a little too much Beth time. Right. Maybe, there's a couple options. And then also look at what Beth is doing, and look at what what makes what gives you that twinge, and go, Oh, I w- do you wish that you could be more outgoing? Do you wish you could right. be more the life of the party? How do you embody rather than feeling like jealous of of what she's bringing to the table? Just like how can I? embody more of that if that's right. a thing and what you said the toothpaste tooth uh the tube thing is so right on because it's like if you're like hey beth time is over like <laughs> no one is you, gonna you're about to get beth right <laughs> yeah right beth's gonna be the new leader of the group yeah beth's about to be the new lisa j train podcast at gmail.com alex cuman thank you for coming on thanks Fantastic. for having me Ever go follow Alex at Alex Cuman on Instagram. Comedians You Should Know is every Wednesday at the Gutter Bar. I'm Jared Freed. We're here every Monday with your emails, your stories, your questions. Keep sending them in. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. We'll be back next week. Boom.